Hi, and welcome to The Well Exchange, where we talk about how our spiritual reality impacts our business, our relationships, and more. On today's podcast, our friend Trevor Meyer shares on heart health, life in the spirit, and more. For more information or to connect with us, find us at thewellexchange.com or on Instagram at thewellexchange. Well, hi, everyone. Welcome to The Well Exchange. Today, we have a special guest, um, a friend, Trevor Meyer. You know, Trevor's incredible. Um, I was actually thinking about how I get to introduce Trevor for a while now. And so when I first met Trevor, um, he, uh, he like, I loved him right away. And he was sharing something with, with me that was kind of painful for him. But I, he was smiling the whole time. And I was just like, I, I thought I thought he was kind of kidding. Like I, I didn't know if he was actually serious or like if it was actually painful. But I was just like, man, this guy's like joy personified. Just a big smile all the time. And so you didn't know I was going to say that about you, did you, Trevor? I did. I had no idea. I had no idea. I know exactly. But it's it's true. He is um, to me at least. He's joy personified. Always laughing, smiling. And um, what I really loved about Trevor is just getting to spend some personal time with him. And um, he is, he's the real deal. He is authentic, um, speaks from his heart, and really doesn't hide behind any religious anything. Um, has really sought the Lord and paid the price. And so that's why we really love, we love Trevor. We're excited to partner with him at our events here coming up uh, October 13th and 14th. Um, healthy leadership. And so, yeah, doing that here in Edmonton. Very excited. And so, Trevor, um, you know, would you would you give us a little bit of your background? Sure. Of, yeah. You know, wh- whatever you want to share. Yeah, I'd love to. And uh, thanks for having me on here, Greg. This is awesome. It was a delight to meet uh, you and Angela, and then of course your kids too. And um, that's awesome. I appreciate your comments. That's great. I've been accused of a lot of things, and being joyful is one of them. I had this one one situation. I'm just going to try and make my screen. Okay. There we go. I, I had my um had this one situation where uh, we were at this um kind of a house party thing in the neighborhood, and uh, this one lady came up to me. This gal came up to me, and the night had been going for a while. And these were about a lot of pre-believers as well. And I think, well, actually, yeah, they're they're all pre-believers, pretty well, all pre-believers, I think. Anyway, and uh, she came up to me and she said, "What is it about you?" And I'm like, "Whoa, what?" I don't know what about what's up and she goes you're always smiling and it drives me nuts <laughs> anyway, oh, that's awesome. uh, i found out later it was kind of funny found out later she had a bit of a faith background and um she got uh, yeah she just got embittered and and whatnot so it's funny how the spirit of god in her she had a she had a she had some kind of connection at one point mm-hmm. and yet um but the spirit of god in her recognized you know what was going on in me and uh, i think there was a bit of a uh yeah there's a little a little bit of a clash between her flesh and the spirit of god let's say so but anyway did, did you say she got admitted no 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 okay got, no 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 i was like oh well that that story took a turn okay um, i don't think so you better rewind and go check this before you broadcast <laughs> no, I don't no this is all saying i like this this is better real um well that, that's funny and it's true it's like my one of the things my dad always says he's like i resemble that comment uh you resemble <laughs> yeah i resemble it that's good that's yeah good. Um, so, yeah, so just a bit of your background. Tell us yeah. um, like who who have you hung out with in the past? I know you've been in the church world and itinerant world for a long time, so I'd love to love to get to know a little bit more. Sure, yeah. We um 
Oh, goodness. Well, I grew up in Saskatchewan, which one province over, uh, and I grew up on a small farming community, grew up on a farm, and uh, had a great family, uh, good family heritage on both sides, actually, my mom's side and my dad's side, um, believers and loving Jesus. And so I had a, had a good good start that way. Um, it was about, I think I was about 16, I want to say. I was at a camp, and um, the preacher that was preaching he gave this this message. I don't even know what the whole message was about, but basically, he got down to the end of it and said, you're, "There are people here in the room, and you, and you're called to God's calling you to full time vocational ministry. Like, this is what you're going to do." And in my head, I I wasn't going that direction at all. Um, I was going to go a totally different direction. There was a few there were a few dreams I had in my heart, and uh, I wanted to try out and give it a go. But anyway, when when that um, when I responded to that altar call. Um, and it was just me and the Lord. No one came over me and prophesied over me or anything like that. But um, I just I went knelt down at this the front of this camp, dusty floor, sand on the floor, concrete floor, but sand all over it, a lot of sand in the air. Sat down on my knelt down on my knees and just began to weep. And as I was weeping, I saw in my mind's eye, and I didn't think anything of it. I just I was just seeing this in my eye. I just saw I was flying over over the globe, and I could see different people groups reaching up. And it, I knew, you know, they were they wanted something that I had, I guess, you know. And anyway, wild thing was, Greg, is that when that happened, that would have been about probably I want to say 1989 or so, somewhere around there in 89, 90. And uh, when that happened, um, uh, it was so distinct. I could see people's faces in this in this experience. But even when I got out of it, I didn't even think I had an encounter with the Lord. I wasn't thinking that. But anyway, um, fast forward life to. I want to say 2017, I think that's when it was, 2017, and um, I was preaching in, in this, um, at a leaders conference in India, uh, first time to India, um, and I'm preaching in this conference, and as I start to preach, I look out and I recognize I saw four faces that I'd seen in that vision, uh, however many years, 20, over 20 years before, whatever it was, <laughs> it was insane. I instantly just started weeping, and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm just wrecked. And uh, and God did some really cool things, but that's how it started for me. Good Christian home and that kind of thing, but um, really became my own, I guess, when I was you know in my high school years, and then answered that call, and then went off. The, the thing to do for us back then, we were part of a denominational fellowship, and uh, the thing to do was go to Bible school, and then you get put in the system, kind of thing. Um, and so we just did that. We did that. I met my wife at Bible College, Mel, and. Um, and uh, so that was, uh, yeah, that's been a lot of years ago. And then since then, we, yeah, we've done a lot of ministry, youth ministry, young adult ministry, um, senior associate ministry, uh, senior pastoring ministry. We've planted some churches. We've um, traveled a fair bit as well, uh, you know, um, itinerant ministry and that sort of thing. So and now we're here with you. Woohoo! That's right. Yeah. yeah. And so some of your spiritual parents too are like uh, John and Carol Arnott. So I know you, you spent some mm -hmm. time with them. And the first time I met you, we never had a conversation, but I'm, I'm going to tell the story because I think it's hilarious. Okay. Uh, I've, I have been prayed for by people who travel around the world praying for people in going down in the spirit. And I, and I'm like, God, if this is for you, if this is from you, I like, absolutely. I want it, but I'm never going to fake it. You have to do it to me. Yeah. And, um, and so we were at this prayer meeting with John and Carol Arnott, and uh, and Carol kind of zeroes in on me or something. I don't know. She yeah. she spent a lot of time praying for me. Yeah. And I, physically, she said fire. Like I was uh, holding my stomach, and I was like, I actually felt fire in my in my stomach, and I was like, this is cool. 
Like I've seen stuff and I was like, this is, this is awesome. Wow. Like I've, I've never felt that before. And then, but I wasn't, I was like, okay, God, if you want to do it, then you got to do it. I was like, yeah. but I'm not going to do it. And, uh, and then Trevor comes up from behind me. And I was just, I guess in this like anointing <laughs> microwave and uh, Trevor, Trevor catches me. I fell down and just felt the peace of the Lord. It wasn't this weird, strange thing. It was actually just like such a heavy blanket of peace mm. that I couldn't stand before the Lord. That's what my experience was. Wow. And um, really, really beautiful. And yeah. uh, it's, that was really cool that Trevor was a part of that. And then we shortly became friends. I think that week you came and we spoke at uh, the same camp and then just became friends. And totally. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Super you know cool. What? Um, just on that note, like uh, the Lord did divinely connect us with John and Carol, but one of the things uh, I'll just, uh, maybe I'll jump into this, the, sure. the whole concept of heart healthy leadership, just yeah. uh, when you asked me about that, uh, mm -hmm. I just, I'm like, yeah, I'm in whatever you want me to do. You want me to, you know, whatever, I'd love to be part of it because mm -hmm. first of all, relationally, we love you guys and, and, and uh, you know, if we can help however we can, we'd love to. The other thing, though, is that topic is so foundational for everything in life, in ministry, in anything, everything. And so uh, what happened with us was, I, I um, as I said, good home, good upbringing and stuff. But um, I just had this this uh, little orphan boy inside inside me that was always trying trying to prove himself and and perform and and, um, you know, ring the bell when preaching and all that kind of stuff. And uh, a lot of it, and, and it was wild because I, you know, concepts that I knew, like I knew that I was accepted in, in Christ, I was accepted in the Father, my Father loves me, Heavenly Father, and this sort of thing. But in my brain, in my mind, I had an idea that Jesus was my brother, Holy mm -hmm. Spirit was my really good friend, and, and God is my Father, but he's, he's also the big guy keeping me in line upstairs, you know, okay, Lord, you know, Father, I don't want to do anything wrong here. Anyway, but what happened was in 2008, I met John and Carol uh, with prophetic word. And then literally four days later, we met and, um, and that's what started it in 2008. And, uh, and then um, I invited John to do some ministry stuff with us. We, we have some ministry in the Czech Republic that we do. And he came over and we did a, we did a retreat there or a conference, rather a weekend conference for leaders. And people came from different countries and we had a powerful time. And at that event, I asked John, I said, hey, I've heard that you and Carol do this, um, I know, and, and, and I've heard of it too, like Bill and Benny Johnson and, and a lot of the Revival Alliance guys, this heart healing stuff. And mm -hmm. uh, I asked them about it. I'd heard something about it. I didn't know. Because my, my concept, uh, Greg, was that, you know, Jesus did it all at the cross and that's it. So um, that's all there is to it. Like, hey, thank you, Jesus. I believe it. I receive it. I'm on my way. Mm -hmm. uh, it's funny, <laughs> but it's so funny that we all have these little, you know, not sometimes not just little, but wounds and pains and things inside our our, our soul, I'd like to say, um, mm -hmm. that stop blocking our vision or our view of the Father. And um, um, you want to call them wounds, you want to call it sin, you want to call it whatever you want to call it. It's just darkness in us, but yeah. Christ shines through that darkness. And so I love, I love seeing that light come on. So anyway, with that, John and Carol said, hey, you should come to this leader school we do. So Mel and I went to this leader school, and basically it's a week long, five days from nine in the morning till six, six or seven at night, and five days straight of um, the inward journey, uh, the upward journey, and the outward journey. And so, but it's a focus leader school focused on healing the heart and uh, and that sort of thing. So that's really what set us on that trajectory as far as you know 
heart health and and healing of the heart and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so that was that would have been I guess in 2010 we went through their school, and uh, it was uh, that was the first thing, and then we dove deeper into some other stuff. But anyway, that give you an idea of where we're from and what we're about. Yeah, well, I, and I love that that context because John and Carol. I remember when they were speaking at that gathering we were at, they, they said something very similar. For those of you who don't know, they, um, the Toronto blessing or the Father's blessing that happened in Toronto, that was John and Carol Arnott's church, the, the Toronto Airport Church. And mm-hmm. um, someone asked, like, what kind of led into that? And what they had said was that it was a lot of what we just talked about, a lot yeah. of heart health and making sure that your heart is, isn't offended. I think they t- chatted but the worship and intercession as well and just mm-hmm. space for God to do what he wanted to do. But I really believe it had, from what they said, it had a lot to do with getting their hearts and their team's hearts postured um, in love before the Lord and, and not totally in that place of offense and, you know, just, just really caring to minister back to God. And that, that really opened um, up the floodgates. I know Randy, Randy Clark preached that that one evening, but that was really just the last drop in the, to tip the bowl over. For yeah. yeah, yes, you're so it's so bang on. A lot of people, it's I'm shocked at how many people have not heard of of the the Toronto blessing or the revival in Toronto. Um, yeah. But if you trace it, if you see what what's gone on though, you'll see that Bill and Bill and like Bill Johnson's ministry, um, Reading, you know, the whole thing in Bethel, um, Iris Ministries, um, you know, Roland and Heidi Baker, of course, Randy Clark. Um, Cheyenne, um, all like there's so many ministries, Georgie and we Banoff, so many ministries that have been birthed and deeply impacted through the revival. But the foundation for the whole thing before there was even an, an outpouring, that was just it. That you, you nailed it. That's what John said. They said they felt the Lord said, Will you give us your, your mornings? And so they would mm-hmm. in the mornings and they just they just take he and Carol would sit there and they'd worship and they'd pray and this sort of thing, wait on the Lord, soak in his presence. And this is so awesome. They had uh, they had an omnicord. If you don't know what an omnicord is, you're gonna have to Google it. Omni O M N I chord. Okay. An yeah. omnicord. And it's this little this little electronic device that you can strum with your finger and push the chords and they he would sit there with his, his omnicord and they'd worship it was it sounds so i when when he told me the story i'm just like i love you even more that is so beautiful it's like, <laughs> it'd be like whatever you have you got a ukulele okay i'll use that you know right, yeah and they started doing that but one of the things that they put in place before even before that is they really started down this journey of making sure that their hearts were were in a healthy place and I'm I'm just blown away because foundationally I think that's the key for everything. In fact, I I feel like you know, Papa is like ready to do lots of stuff in and through us, but because of some of the baggage we have in our hearts and some of the maybe woundedness or pain, unhealed pain, we don't step out and move forward into it. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, anyway, so I, I it's it's there's so much to the heart. I mean, he's a heart God, right? Absolutely, like, I but, love that. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so one of the questions I wanted to ask you is just like for you in that in that journey, um, as God started to reveal your heart to you and you came into wholeness, like what was some of the revelation that he's kind of imparted to you in that process that you've been in turn able to impart into others? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so, yeah. So first, let me just say this, first of all, because because recently when I say recently, like within the last year or so. 
mm-hmm. my my view of impartation because I'm big I'm a big I believe in impartation you know um, Deuteronomy 34 I think it's 34 9 where it says that the spirit of wisdom rested upon Joshua for Moses had laid his hands on him mm-hmm. um, and then you see I think it's uh is it, is it in Acts I don't know Paul or Luke right? I don't know where it is exactly, but Paul is saying this. He says, I long to to be with you that I may impart some spiritual gift to you. Um, Anyway, and so, so I, so, but my mindset regarding impartation was always, they have something that I don't have. And so when they lay hands on me, I can by faith receive what they have and and activate in my own heart. However, uh, just in the last little while, I've, I've come to Come to tweak that definition a little bit. For me, it makes a big difference. Maybe for you, it's not a big deal. But I feel like the Lord saying, you know, because everything pertaining to life and godliness has been put inside of us as a believer. It's there. It's there already. It's inside of everybody, and it's all there. And it just needs to be discovered. And so inside of inside of everyone, there are so many gifts and, and abilities and things like that. But when somebody that may be functioning in something already like say example moses to joshua moses the spirit of wisdom rested on him moses laid his hands on joshua and it wasn't that he was giving him something as much as it was he was awakening something in his heart that was there that he saw as a father and it popped up and then he could lead the way he led yeah. and, and that's for some maybe it's just semantics but it for me it, it changed because because i would always look at myself from a deficit position like i have not or i am not rather than i am you see and so um, anyway, and so, yeah, um, impartation, um, what's the man? Yeah. So, sorry, what was the question again? No, that's, that's okay. And I love, I love that you shared that. I think it's yeah. so, so key because so many people go on this trail of, of the deficit, which is really functionally just is, is being an orphan. A lot of the time, a lot of the time people are chasing the impartation yeah. and they don't actually recognize that it takes maturity to cultivate and use that thing. So I can pray for you. Yeah. And impart that thing, activate that within you, and you still need to actually take it and like learn how to use it and mature sure. in it and all that kind of stuff. There's there's an actual reality. I've experienced that. Well, it's just like how we define revelation, by the way, is simply God revealing part of who He is to you, uh-huh. and then you get to to in turn reveal who God is and who you are to others, yeah. and that's all revelation is. Because a lot of the time. People are like, oh, that was an amazing revelation yeah. from from Bill Johnson or whoever. And really, it's really it's just a good teaching. Not that that's a bad thing, but it's just giving language for something that is is true. And you usually what I've experienced from Bill is he's quoting the Bible most of the time. Even <laughs> yeah. Wow, that was amazing. I think uh, Chris Falcon's made a joke about that, um, where he's like, Bill's just quoting the Bible, and people are, are like, oh, Bill's so amazing. But um, you know, it's because he is in similar. To him, I would say that, like, I've seen you carry things from the Lord that, you know, it, he's revealed to you. Yeah. And so as he's revealed that thing to you, you've stewarded it and continue to grow down that vein. I know we've talked a lot about um, some, you know, one of our our mutual admiration and your friendship with um, Justin Paul Abraham, who's, you know, who's amazing, like learning how to cultivate life in the spirit, which yeah. is really talked about all through the new testament and the old testament's all through scripture um but uh you know that's a revelation to me that god's given you because he's revealed that to you and now you have like cool thanks god it's like no i'm gonna walk in this and and cultivate this and grow in this and it's like a muscle that you're working out that 
if you don't, it's going to be weak. But if you're working it out, you're, you know, you're getting in there. So totally. uh, I, I would love to hear, honestly, really wherever you want to go, because it doesn't have yeah. to just be the heart health. I know that's, yeah, yeah, totally. Talk about that, but yeah. Um, well, you know, regarding the heart health thing, it was cool. Like, um, you, you know, you asked the question about what would be, you know, what do I like to impart? What do I like to talk about and that sort of thing? So heart health is a great one for sure. But I really, I think it all comes down to identity. And I really love seeing, I really love seeing um, sons and daughters and, and, you know, the sons of God being raised up to live in maturity. You know, creation is actually groaning for the revealing of the mature sons of God waiting. And uh, I'm excited because I really believe this, in this day right now, we are seeing more mature sons pop and, you know, open up and, and start going for it in ways that we haven't seen before people are just getting it like um you know there 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 is that that whole concept of um you know the fear of man and and uh doing what i think i perceive other people want me to do or that kind of thing but jesus operated in something this is kind of you know would sum it up too i guess jesus operated in this he said in john 5 19 the father dearly loves the son and shows him all things that he is doing and uh the son goes like does likewise i just do what i see my father doing but the key there is this, the father dearly loves the son. And so that's the foundation of the, of the father's love. And that's the foundation of, of sonship. That's the foundation of everything to know that you're accepted. You're, you're accepted in the beloved. You're, 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 you're in him. Mm-hmm. And it's so, it, it's so beautiful and so amazing that, um, that I'm except whether whether I preach to ten thousand people or I take a nap as as Bob Jones used to say, he said it, it's it's the same like in in the kingdom. And so Jesus said, you know, I only do what I see my father doing. But before that, he said the father dearly loves the son and shows him all things. And so what I like to do is I like to talk about that, preach on that about the love of the father and getting people's hearts aligned with what the father's saying and doing, so they can hear what he's saying, so they can do what he's doing. It's really simple, very simple stuff. And uh, but it's quite adventurous because um, when you start living life, eating from that tree of life, it says, Father, what are you doing? What do you want to do today? Mm-hmm. And, he, and he starts to show us things. And then we start to operate in that. Be, well, I call it it's that place I like to call the, that effortless flow of God. You know, uh, Job talks about it. I think it's Job 29 where he says that, oh, as it were in the days of old, when my steps, when, when oil uh, um, came from the rock, my steps were like butter. I was walking in butter. You know that that scripture. It's a beautiful picture of the anointing that that, that is pr- provided in Christ. The anointed one is anointing, and we can walk in that. And there's this ease in it because it's not performing. It's just I'm just going to do what I see my father do. First mm-hmm. of all, foundationally, he loves the son. He loves us. He loves you. He loves me. And then secondly, he wants to show us stuff. And that was huge. You mentioned you know Justin Paul Abraham. Uh, we've become you know great friends and all through that but what had happened was god started showing us stuff in our church and people seeing things and and whatnot and and i'm like oh this is getting pretty wild and freaky you know um but uh then i'd heard of this guy and somebody said you should check him out and i said oh why don't you email him and see if he wants to come and do something here and we were living in winnipeg at the time so anyway and that's how we connected and then justin would put words to mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that we were experiencing regarding you know the mystical right um and uh the unseen realm and that kind of thing uh Mm -hmm. but it really it was amazing and so um anyway this fresh off the press i don't even think i told you this greg but i just we had a what a two-hour chat last week 
and uh, really good chat. And and Justin's gonna we're we're planning dates. Uh, Justin, Rachel, we're gonna come. To, they're gonna come to Canada. We're gonna do some stuff here in Alberta with them, and then we're also gonna do some stuff in Manitoba with them. And uh, that'll be in the spring. Wow. Uh, it's, I'm thinking it's gonna be March. Keep your ears and eyes open. <laughs> so, um, well, we'll we'll help promote that when that comes out because that's absolutely incredible stuff. You know, it's it's interesting. You you said a few things that triggered thoughts for me. Um, the first was. Well, I guess I can rewind back to this, that all the earth is groaning for the revealing of the sun. Man, that scripture is so key because you are a revelation. Mm. People don't realize that about themselves. You are actually a revelation of God. Yes. Why that's important is yeah. because, as you mentioned, we're all beloved sons and daughters, and that beloved is such a such a key phrase. But, yeah. um, you know, one of the key questions that we ask our clients and we talk about in the podcast all the time is God what are you doing and how do I participate with you? Because there's a participate. It's just a simple way to say, you know, I do what this, I see the father doing. Yeah. I say what I hear the father saying. But this one was was crazy because you just talked about Job. I was yeah. just on a call uh, with one of our lead intercessors and she's incredible. And um, we were talking about the intellect. And it's like, well, because I've, I've been wrestling through this thing with intellect and like God's given us intellect, but, you know, it's, really it's we have the spirit of knowledge we can be partner with knowledge but then we have intellect and so where, where does intellect place and um and then so she quoted the scripture from job um come let us reason together so the father is saying that to job interesting yeah and it was it was neat because it wasn't you know go away and reason by yourself and then come back to me it's yeah. come let us reason together so there's even the invitation of your thoughts and your intellect and reasoning totally together with the Lord in participation, really it ultimately all just comes back to participation in my mind, at least. Come on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? So, so I was just excited because I was like, that was like, you want to talk to yeah. fun, fun thought. I just had this thought this morning, actually, and I, I didn't know if it was going to come up on here or not, but the thought I had was um, we talk about intellect and automatically when we think in intellect, we think the brain, right? We think, processing thing in the brain processing things in the brain but the, the, what is interesting and i've not i've not done any teaching on this or anything but the thoughts were what i was thinking about this morning sure. um in a, um as a man thinks in his heart so is he yes he thinks in his heart as a man thinks in his heart and that's the, that that's the whole thing about identity and 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 living from your identity as a the son that you are is because if you live from your heart then is what you do you're living yeah. from your heart instead of being governed by everything around you uh because it's out of your true identity of who he made you to be and the other thing was this scientifically and i, I didn't have time to pull it up but i know years ago i'd read this um but scientifically it's been proven that there are more messages sent from the heart to the brain than from the brain to the heart whoa that's wild eh? isn't that wild the electromagnetic field of the heart is something like 10 or I forget how many times, but multiple times greater than the electro electromagnetic field of the mind. Okay. Whoa. That's why it's so, that's why it's so big, such a big deal where as a man thinks in his heart, so is he, um, love the Lord, your God with all your heart first, mind, soul, strength, love your neighbor as yourself. Those, all these things, it's all above all guard your heart for out of it flow the issues of life and the word issues there is the word for dimension so you want to have a big life have a big heart grow that out of your heart right uh -huh. so it's wild and so when you talk about intelligence or intellect it it's not just thinking up here intellect 
it's actually it's from here too you know yeah. in fact i think there's a whole lot of uh heart intellect that we have to discover stuff that god has put in here that um and that's the the joy of the journey isn't it well, that's a good word trevor man i'm excited now i want to hear more um you know when she oh, just one said, more thing one more thing i gotta cut yeah, you yeah, off yeah, sorry greg you gotta get this this is awesome the first organ in the in, in in a fetus in a baby when it's developed the first thing that's developed is the heart yep i did i did know that yeah. i know that because we have a baby growing in in, in angels i'm just like yeah no number four baby um i'm excited oh trevor you're getting me pumped up i feel like anytime we hang out it's like uh it's like two labrador retrievers getting excited and like chasing each other around and stuff <laughs> yeah awesome wow that's that's incredible i love that thought on on the intellect and so how we think in art because like the, the scripture I always reference back to is that guard your heart above all else for out of it flow the issues yeah. of life. Yeah. So everything you do flows from it. So you're always living from your heart no matter what. Sure. But someone thinks in his heart, they, uh, so he is. That, that's a big deal to to tie into that whole revelation there. Wow. I, you know, you can even get into, you can even easily get into um, even neural pathways and that sort of thing, you know, and, and, and how mm. you can reprogram your brain. Yeah, uh, I know it's Nero. That's the here, but that comes from here. Yeah, your heart in your heart, you know, in your heart who you are. You, you know, in Him, okay. Um, yeah. and that that is, then we the issue is we process stuff from here instead of from here, right? That yeah. that's that's the issue. Uh, yeah. That that switch that switch took place when we you know when we partook of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The shift took place, and we began wow. to be covered by our mind understanding. Which is actually, I don't want to eat from that tree, man. I don't want to eat from the tree yeah. of life, you know. Yeah, that's the tree right. of life, not not based on not based on, um, you know, not the I am not tree, but the I am tree, right? So, yeah. Well, man, even tying that back, you mentioned a little bit before of you didn't say it, but the spirit, the seven spirits of God, and the spirit, mm. spirit of knowledge, you talked about the spirit of under, and in that's the spirit of understanding, and so. What, what you just did with your with your hands because i think some of these people are going to be listening to the audio of this oh yeah sorry guys that's okay it's fine it's uh, you're, you're a great teacher but you you took um one fist above and the other below and you switched it with yeah. you know, to, to express the mind and the heart mm -hmm. trading places and that's what took place in the garden um and then we we get to and this is something god's been showing me and unveiling over time and i don't know if i have the fullness of the language but just an understanding of partnering with the spirit of of revelation understanding is the actual word for the spirit of understanding and the, the spirit of of knowledge um and in the seven spirits of god because it's it's a dimension it's an aspect of who god is um and learning how to partner with him from our spirits through mm -hmm. our heart and our minds coming under submission to that so that's like that's just to me it's a it's a rabbit trail that i want to go off on <laughs> tell me more Trevor. tell us more what's what else <laughs> what else is in your heart to share? What else is on my heart? Um, yeah. Just the, I, I, I'm telling you, right now in the earth, yeah. uh, God, he's awakening people to himself. Mm -hmm. He just is. It's happening all over the place. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love it. I love seeing people lit up on the inside. And, and uh, um, yeah, so it's, it's awesome. Oh, this is super cool. Hey, I got a question because I know you've been, you've been on a journey, right? Like you've, you've, mm -hmm. you've, you know, come through different church circles and um, um, you've, ex you've seen a lot of the world and experienced a lot of that around the world. So 
what if the opposite end of of people who are pursuing heart health and wholeness and, and even having people mirror that externally to them? So like have you seen an experience where where others aren't doing that and kind of the the fruits of that? Um, you mean what are, have I noticed the fruit of like unhealthy hearts? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, un unhealthy hearts yeah. and you know, even even people who really aren't believe that's even the thing kind of like where you came from like yeah. hey G jesus did it all i see what you're saying yeah 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 yeah. yeah. sorry sorry it wasn't a very no, okay. thing, but yeah. it was so it was so funny in the one in the one leader school that we were in uh one of the things that really got it going for me was like to say hey i'm going to open up my heart to yeah. actually allow the lord to dig in the garden of my heart to to see if there's anything in there that he wants to adjust or whatever like we have this idea of um yeah, like once, you know, yes, oh, I, I, I trust you, Jesus. I accept that. I accept that you died for me and, and, and I'm one with the Father. I accept that. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. But then there's a lot of stuff to go through. Um, not that we're on this continual witch hunt for, you know, stuff. However, I like to look at it as, um, and I'll use, I'll use myself as a, an example. You know, yeah, you can identify it in other things. But for me, once you start allowing the Lord to start to heal your heart, you're fine. you'll find that your responses to different things, let's say conflict or, or um, a difference of opinion or, um, you know, somebody, somebody responding in anger toward you or something like that. It's amazing because all those are, it, those are just responses or reactions it's like they're like defense mechanisms. It's like a, it's like a dog that bites almost. You know, it's like they're they're, they're like yeah. that because they want to they don't want to get hurt. They want to defend themselves or defend what their their belief system is or whatever it is. Anyway, and I would find that in me, and, and I would see that. I'm like, why yeah. am I? Why do I get so defensive about this? Why? Am, yeah. Why do I have to try to defend myself or whatever? Just why can't we just say, hey, it's okay. You know, uh, I love you. I love you, even though we don't see eye to eye. That's okay. We can still love each other, and you're powerful to believe differently than than what I'm believing too. And so, um, I have noticed that. But what what started with me it was so funny. Going back to, for example, John and Carol. Early on, um, I would make comments or say things, and it was still it, there were different times when Carol would look at me and she'd she'd point her finger at me. Not in not at all condemning. Okay, not at all condemning, but a motherly lifting up. You know, saying, hey. She'd call me higher. She goes, Trev, that's not who you are. That's that old orphan talking. She'd say things like that to me. And I'm like, whoa, oh. you're right. You're so right. And then you'd see how when you respond to certain things, you'll see how am I responding as a son or as an orphan? And uh, um, so once the light comes on in your heart regarding sonship and you start living out of that place of as a son instead of um, trying to achieve as an orphan, uh, you just really notice it a lot. And so I would see it myself. In fact, we we were, Mel and I were, uh, you know, we, were, we wanted to go to the next level. We're like, okay, we've done, we've done this year school and started on this journey of heart healing. And then uh, we also heard about this other uh, uh, full week intensive where you just go one-on-one -on -one with these counselors and they, they, they um, go through a wide history of your life. And anyway, it's really great. It's a week long digging in the garden of your heart. And uh, we just said, you know what, like we've been, we've been married for many years. We're raising our family. Our kids were getting older. Um, this would have been 2017-ish, uh, somewhere in that around there. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we said, um, let's go through. We want to do this. We said, in our marriage, 
one of the things we said was, I don't like that we we just kind of bicker back and forth at times. You know, it's like, why why do we do that? Nah, 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 nah. And uh, we wanted to just have more peace in the home and that sort of thing. And so we said, hey, let's go for it. So we went in. And it's like this, you guys. I, I think it's so funny. You drive your vehicle. Mm. We, we always do maintenance on our vehicles. If you don't change the oil regularly on your vehicle, it's not going to last as long, nearly as long. You know, brakes, you know, maintenance items, wear and tear items. And when you're going through this world, you pick up little dings and hurts and wounds and stuff. It's important to have tune-ups and, and, and do some maintenance on the heart. And mm -hmm. so we went in and did, these, did this maintenance. And um, at the end of the week, then they say, you know, hey, meet your new wife. Hey, meet your new husband. It's kind of a joke. but And then you mm -hmm. come together. And anyway, what's so funny was um, little things I noticed after just going through that and starting that journey of heart health and stuff little things just started to change and what happens is you you notice that you're not trying to change from the outside in you're actually you're being changed from the inside out yeah and uh and so anyway so yeah so i've you can see it you can smell it from a mile away when, when you know when when someone's you know responding out of that orphan hardness and that kind of thing and yeah. um one of the one of the big things though i'll just i'll just tell you this Yes, I have been in a lot of scenarios and been in some toxic dysfunctional scenarios and um, uh, always look for, always look for love. Okay. If you, if you can't see the love in the situation and you're not, you're not feeling the love, you're not seeing the love, you got to wonder, okay, there's probably some pain in here somewhere that's blocking this love. And, uh, and so, you know, it's kind of a nice thing to shut those arguments down right away and just like, Hey guys, let's, let's come back to this in a minute or let's get talking about some heart stuff here. Cause yeah. Um, yeah. Hurt people, hurt people, and uh, heal people, heal people, right? That's right. So those triggers that you mentioned before, like in your marriage, but like in yeah. ministry relationships, what, what would the names of some of those be? Like hmm. for me, like offense is one. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Be annoyed. Um, yeah, it was, it was interesting. I was just recently in a situation where I could have easily, everyone else was annoyed at in the situation I was in. And I could have easily been annoyed by the situation. And I sincerely, and it, this was wild for me. I was like, actually not annoyed at all. I was like, this is hilarious. This is awesome. And it was like, this is, it's really cool for me because yeah. it just tells me that um, I, I love little tests like that. I, I love those. Yeah. Like I have a whole message on offense and I got to see the person that like in my heart, I wanted to murder sincerely. Wow. Yeah. And recently again, and, and like I saw them and I was like, this is awesome. Like I, I'm wow. so excited to see them. And I love that not because I'm so great, but because I want to test where my heart's at, like yeah. sincerely at, huh. do I want to be right? Or do I want to, do I want to have a relationship and it doesn't have to be a close one, but it's like, Hey, yeah. so what are some other things? Just because I know people are going to be listening and, and pondering, sure. okay, you know, we're coming up to this conference. What are some of the triggers that God maybe is highlighting in the season. And I want to say this as a caveat. The reason we feel led to this heart health conference is because we really believe that this next great move of God that he's doing is going to be centered around character and holiness. And it's Come going on. to be a spaceless revival where, you know, it's not about a person. It's not about a gifting, but it's about, you know, the fruits of the spirit and, and experiencing yeah. the peace of God because there's character and because there's holiness. So um, what would some other things that, you know, in us that we could, you know, be be like, oh man, I'm kind of wrestling through that. Maybe maybe I should grow. Well, and yeah, good. Good. Well, I could yeah, list of um things that how to tell if if you're living from uh, 
healthy place or a, or maybe um, maybe you or, need a little bit of healing in your heart. Yeah. Um, things like this. Um, comparison. Am I always comparing myself with other people? In, in, in your like, you can it could be as simple as in re, like in in the social setting, you know, comparing. Well, I look better than that person, I guess, or that. Or in judging people for how they look or appearances, or that's one of them. Another one could be a comparison in pertaining to your field of of let's say expertise, for example. In my world, I would I would go to conferences. It was wild because even early on in ministry, like 25, almost there 29 years ago. I would get invited to go to these places to preach, and um, I'd sit there, and there would be these lineup of speakers. I'd be sitting there watching these other guys preach at this conference, and I would feel like, and I didn't know, I didn't have the language for it then, but I was like, man, I suck in comparison. Man, that guy rang the bell. Oh, I better, I better ring the bell even more. You know, I got to ring the bell. And so then I dive into my study more and try to find, you know, whatever. I don't know. It, it, it was a striving thing, you know. But it was all rooted in comparison because what happens is what when when we don't know who we are as a son in him, we're, we'll base our value and our, our worth on what everyone else thinks about us. And so um, and ultimately what we think about us, too. But yep. and so so, you know, I would I would watch myself and I'd, I'd be comparing myself. But then as you, as you start to get a certain measure of healing, you realize you're going, whoa, wait a minute. You recognize the orphan behaviors, and I'm not talking about trying to govern something from the outside in. I'm talking about allowing Holy Spirit just to speak to your heart and make adjustments as you go. And, uh, and, 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 and you know, as you're triggered for things, take some time to respond to that. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll say things like this to myself. I'm like, why, why, am I, why is that person getting under my skin? Like, why am I letting that bother me to this point where I'm like, I, I've got negative feelings toward that person or something? And... Uh, yeah, it's, it's just dealing with that stuff of the heart. It, I'm telling you what, the air is cleaner, the sun is brighter, and the sky is bluer. bluer. It is when you start to, to allow this healing to take place. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild, isn't it? Where it just, it just doesn't. And it's not like I'm willing myself, although there's nothing wrong with that initially to, yeah. to will yourself into what God is. Doing, right? Totally. Right? Your kingdom come and your will be done on earth yeah. as it is in heaven. There's something very valid in that. But you don't have to live just from that place. You can actually mm -hmm. live in a place where it's easy because Jesus' yoke is easy and his burden is light. Exactly. So yeah. that, that's the easy yoke is stepping into that that healthy heart, uh, which affects a healthy mind and like your life. And yeah. uh, I love that. Comparison's huge. Yeah. That's a one. And it's funny because some of us, I know you with your background from even uh, competitive sport. Oh, yeah. um, I, I was involved in different sports and whatnot, and I love love sports and I love I'm competitive. I love it. I just love I, I don't play to I don't play to lose. I play to win. I used right. to tell even my my kids when they were growing up, I'm like, I know this is fun, but we're here. We want to win. Like it's more fun to win than it is to lose. And right. and uh, I'm like, uh so so I get that. There's it's almost like there's this there's an oh this you'll like this actually. I think you'll like this. I heard um actually Papa John said it years ago. I heard him say it and I've used it as my own ever since. Um, balance is the healthy tension between two truths. I used to think balance was compromise, okay? Where you'd have to, you, you, this was truth. And so this is it. I, this is what I love. This we're going to hang on to. I'm going to disregard this. This is wrong. But balance is the healthy tension between two truths. For example, um, um, competition, for example, okay? Right. Um, you know, or performance. You want to do well. I want to do. I want to put my best foot forward for something. 
Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. It's God's not saying, yeah, you should all be a bunch of schleps and just don't care about anything and and you know, go through life, hey, sarah, sarah, whatever will be, will be. That's that's not what, what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the motivating factor, okay? When you're rooted in love and you've got a measure of heart healing, I'm not performing to to win approval. I'm mm-hmm. actually performing because I'm gifted at something and I want to go for it, kind of thing. It's not about it's not about I need approval. It's right. it's I know I'm accepted in him and he's gifted me and I want to do everything I can just to use this, you know, as much as I can. Kind of thing. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if I'm communicating clearly what I'm that trying makes to sense. Well, I've, I've actually, for me, because I worked with competitive athletes for the better part, actually over a decade. Yeah. Uh, we had some Olympic and pro athletes come through, a lot of tons of college athletes. And, wow. uh, and you know, God gave me this language. And then I was really ticked off because he, this Chris Valentin got it out before me publicly. But he gave it, God gave it to me five years before. Oh, come on. Uh, it's the difference between performing from identity and performing for identity. There you go. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Being, being an orphan is, you know, I need to perform for my identity. And therefore, if I lose, yeah. I'm associated with losing and I'm a loser, which is people don't say, but they feel all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But if I perform from identity, I can perform the best I can. Um, I can I can do my absolute best. We do we do in worship, right? You can yeah. see you can feel when someone's performing for identity. I'm a I'm gonna worship so well because I'm a worshiper, yeah. and it's like, or you can feel it when someone's performing from identity. Like I am a beloved son of God, yeah. a daughter of God, and I'm just gonna worship my Father because I'm beloved. And you can feel the difference. So it's the it's the same thing in your job, in your family. It doesn't matter. And then we we go fast forward all the way through like the difference of jealous of and jealous for, right? Oh, cool. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like. Being jealous of is like I want what you have, Trevor. It's like what you said when you were a kid. You know, I, I want I want what that speaker has. I want to speak as yeah. good as that speaker. Yeah. That's that's you know, that's actually out of an orphan heart because that's of the totally. mindset. Yeah. But then we go fast forward a little bit and you you know, you go into being jealous for something. It's like I want all of that for me yeah. and yeah. I want it for you too, because that's the kingdom of God. And um and so no, I I love that I think it's it's so key and you can actually live from that place you don't have to again will yourself yeah. by renewing your mind and convincing yourself from self discipline that you believe this to be true you can actually just easily live from that place as you let the Lord touch these areas of your yeah, heart yeah. yeah I think <clears throat> I think uh, another one one trigger anywhere anywhere you see in your life. There's a do to be or a do to become. Okay. You got you got some you got some stuff to deal with, you know. So tell tell me more about that. What do you mean? Well, so for example, um, temptation. Okay, Genesis. What are we at? Genesis three or whatever. So you've got um, you got the serpent. Uh, he comes and he says this. He says, um, surely God did mean you know you shouldn't eat of that tree because he knows. That when you do eat of it, you'll be your eyes will be open and you'll be like God. Mm-hmm. But what they didn't realize, and here's here's the issue, that was already a reality to them. They were already they were already, there was union like it was it was they were already they were already like God. Yeah. Okay, they weren't trying to become something because they were in this perfect state of well they're in Eden in pleasure and delight in this heaven heaven uh, overlapping on the on the terra firma right. And there, there's Eden. And so, but what happened was, so in their mind, they bought the lie that was about their identity. Okay. 
-hmm. they didn't realize that actually you don't need to eat this fruit you actually you are you are already you're 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 of him too anyway and so um and so what it's what did they do they did they they ate the fruit to do this to become like god and then that rat race just started there that's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil do to become wow anyway incredible no i want you to keep going that's that's fantastic you i've never heard anyone ever say what you said and i, and I think it's absolutely it's absolutely true it resonated so much mm. that um they were already like god like well, that's just it they they were made in his image like that's how the whole thing started you know and so they just bought that lie and, and i guess another part of the lie too was obviously that god is holding something back from them when when he wasn't you know so right fine wow and and that's that's the present tense reality uh-huh. of you know life in Christ that we can live from right now. Mm, come on, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's that is amazing. Well, Trevor, any any other thoughts? I know we can wrap up here soon, but uh, you know, any other? Yeah, questions? just just uh, I love it. I'm so looking forward to the event. This is going to be a great conference, and uh, it's going to be great for people people's hearts to get set free and and. Um, I'm just I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be fun to see. I love I love watching people being transformed. It's just great watching the transformation process. It's so much fun. Yeah, oh, so great. Well, yeah. Trevor, thank you so much for your time today. And uh, oh, cool. Thanks for having me. Connecting and yeah, we'd love man. We'd we'd love to have you back. And and um, so look forward to this this event. And um, um, looking forward to partnering with you in many more things to come. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast and we'd love to hear from you. So please find us at The Well Exchange on Instagram and send us a message.